Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast. This week again is your favorite host. <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, Jim Parkin and Ashley Chandler. I got to be everybody's favorite for a while, you know, who's selfishly. I don't know. I just felt like saying that. It's fine. I'll cut it out. It's great. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> and I have to apologize to everybody that the episode was not up right away on Friday like normal. That was a user error on the back end i.e. Ashley Chandler, your favorite. That's what I'm saying. I'm your favorite. So Bill Molly, your favorite, and I have Grace. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. These no. things sometimes happen. And they it's all happen. Good. And I, I appreciate everybody that reached out to us and to Jim and stuff because that was just, just a neat reminder that everybody's, you know, just gets excited about it every week. So that's cool. So, yeah. I don't. How's it going? Good. Yeah, no complaints. It's super busy. Work is... Super busy, high volume, lots of sick people, lots of calls, no room to move in the ERs. People are getting a little stressed again and whatnot, but we'll get it back. Get it. You all are doing a phenomenal job. You know, it's it's always hard to get curveballs thrown at you like every few weeks, you know, and every day. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. know? you know, this morning, Pastor gave an excellent analogy to So, you you know, the, you go on battalion runs, right, from time to time. So you get in formation. And be like forward march, double time, march, and then you take off and you're running all those groups. And there's cadences being sung, and it's all this stuff and super motivational and whatever. And however, they never say how far. So like if you're going out five miles, ten miles, three miles, whatever. So you get to a certain point, then they turn you around, you come back, you'd start to feel, you know, recognize spots, you're getting close to the battalion. Then what would happen more often than not. As you saw your barracks, they'd run right past, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so that was Pastor's analogy. Like we that was thought really good. We, yeah. we were on, we were home free, and and right on we went. And I'm like, oh yeah. Just kidding, just kidding. And I'm Sorry. and I appreciate that Pastor is very honest with that because again, I feel like there's a lot of things that we're all processing. There's a lot of things that I'm still processing from last year. And I think that if we're wise, that we'll realize that we give ourselves that space to still have conversations and work through everything that we're still working through. Um, Mm -hmm. And so for pastor to be able to say some of those things and kind of bring that perspective all back to us again is, I I really love that analogy too this morning. That was really good. Because that's what it feels like. Right. And for, for our listeners that have never experienced that, like what that does to all the feels in your heart, like when you're tired and you think it's done and you just keep going, like the first couple of times, it's like devastates you. So that's why it wasn't because people weren't fit that they would fall out. Like he said, people start falling out of formation yeah. and giving up. And so it was mental. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like a head thing. Yeah. Yeah. So while I would say, and most of our listeners are in the medical field and they know we're not out of the woods, but we're not out of the woods, but. You know, I have such confidence in our healthcare system, how they pivoted all these different times and stuff. So, absolutely, it's all good. Yeah, absolutely. But with and that, I think for the for the rest of us, like those right. that are non 
first responder, non-medical workers, for the rest of us to have that perspective too. To be able to sit back and reframe and have a different perspective to extend, like keep praying for, I mean, like we had said a a few weeks back, this time around is going to be different because it's not going to be all the gift care baskets and all the parades and all of the, you know, there's not going to be such a pomp and circumstance to celebrate everybody. We're all kind of grinding to try Mm -hmm. to get through these, you know, these last bits of things to get through the finish line. Mm-hmm. And that finish line keeps getting moved for all of us in different ways. And so I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be interesting to know what percentage of our listeners are, you know, just lay people of the community and stuff in different ways, you know, and mm-hmm. to know it's that they, just, they need to keep that perspective, too. You know, we all do. And it's hard. I'm going to lie. It's hard. to. Yeah. It's hard, especially coming out of what we came out of with with all the trashy election stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that is one wound <laughs> in, yeah. in the midst of all these others. And it's all being trying. We're trying to process all of that and move along. And, and I get that it's tough, but just, you know, we're just still out here doing our thing. And Yeah. I think it's okay to, to give yourself permission that it's hard and still say, but I can navigate this one day at a time and I'm going to mm. be okay one day at a time. So this sucks. This is hard. But I'm going to be okay, and we're going to get through this. You know, I think it's it's okay right. to do both. You know? And grinding this out builds capacity for the next thing. It for sure so. does. And that's something that I don't think I've really appreciated and really accept. Like when the New Testament and James talks about consider it pure joy when you mm-hmm. face trials of many kinds because it produces mm-hmm. a character and perseverance and a strength and you know, your faith right. and all this stuff. I'm like, that's a really great saying on paper. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, and that's <laughs> something like, honestly, if we're being honest as believers, we have a tendency to do that. Yeah. Cause it's we painful. Have a, it's we painful. have a tendency to like, you know, for, if you're, if you're not there yet and you're not reading your Bible all the time, the, the red letters, <laughs> If you look, dip into it, the red letters, are, was, that's when Jesus is talking. So he'll say things, and even us believers will just say, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's great. I'm not feeling it. it. I can memorize it. <laughs> I can memorize it, and we can get in our group, and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But being renewed and, and allowing right. his word to really change us and mold us. Yeah, man. And then to still give ourselves grace to be human, too. I, I think oh, yeah. that that's something where I've thought, okay, well, if I have faith and I won't have any of these feelings, well, no, you're still going to have all these creative yeah. feelings, but it, what you do with them and how you respond. So right. there is, well, I had sent you that video of that little girl on her skateboard the other day, right? And I'm like, man, and I kind of joked with Nick. I'm like, that's what's wrong with me. At five, I wasn't skateboarding and doing weird crap to, like, build my resilience, <laughs> you know, like... Um, but there's, um, some of what, there was a couple other videos I found of parents that were snowboarding or skiing with their like two and three year olds. Oh yeah. And that's what they were talking about. We're building discipline, resilience, you know, all these different things. And so I think again, to reframe it, it's, we don't go through bad things and God doesn't have joy in us suffering. But at the same time, there's when we willingly like accept that girl yeah, and push through, there's absolutely that resilience and that strength that gets built up physically right. in our brains and our bodies and everything like that. So, you know, and I've said before, I think on, on the podcast, 
definitely to people and in groups and stuff. But I think that sometimes we perceive Romans eight twenty eight as as not refining. You know, he works all things for the good of those. You know, and we don't see it. We see it as kind of I've heard it before, as, uh, and I'll share it again. But like I think sometimes we see it as that celestial Disney princess Pocahontas <laughs> moment where she's singing and there's the leaves and the feathers and it's all swirling and then everything's good. That's not really, it's really a more refining fire. And he works it. He's active and he's working on our behalf. Like but it, people that I know whose parents died when they were little from cancer yeah. and now they're oncologists. That's the kind of good. That's yeah. you know people who have, have suffered something and maybe that's why they were inspired to be yes. a paramedic or a fireman or something. It's yeah. Or maybe it's not that extreme, whatever. Right. But it's just there's there's work and there's there's grinding and stuff that's involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for us it's just Nick and I both had some, you know, divorce in our family and some crazy backgrounds and stuff and we love our families. We're very grateful for them. Um and there's been so much healing and restoration and all that, but it's definitely given us this perspective of we don't want people to have to relive that or do another generation of that and stuff. So we always get pulled to see families and couples and relationships be whole and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, we're all going to have that type of stuff. And I know, but resilience, like I, I want more resilience this year. And so I think kind of going back to that, I think I'm accepting more of that idea lately mm-hmm. of it's not that I'm failing that I'm not doing this well. It's an opportunity for me to become a better version of myself. And right. again, it, it's not God going, I really want to give you a bunch of crap that you don't know how to do. It's I really right. want you to become more like Jesus. And whether these are circumstances that you're coming into because of your own decisions, because of other people's decisions, because of whatever it is. We still have an opportunity to respond. And how do I want to show up today? What type of person do I want to show up for myself, for my family? Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, too, that you bring up the the kid on the skateboard video. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, skaters, and I am biased, but skaters throughout the years, and I've shared videos before, the resilience of how many times they will slam before they get the trick. Yeah. And so Tony Hawk is a name that most people are familiar with in skateboard world. The dude is like a multimillionaire. He is the quintessential journeyman skater. He is like, there's the, he's got the video game line. He's got his own company. And most people like, forgive me for how I'm going to say this. It's the only way I know how most soccer moms and dads have at least heard the name. Yeah. So he he did a trick back in the day, back in the, like the, I think first or second, maybe third year of X Games when that was a thing. He did the nine hundred, which is three sixty so, is one seven twenty. Yeah. So two and a half, two and a half rotations to make a nine hundred on a vert ramp had never been done, and that's the night he tried to do it. Now I think, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't win. He was trying to do the 900 and he kept missing and slamming and slamming and slamming and slamming. If you've never seen it, pull it up on YouTube. Cause like 
it was on ABC back in the day, like ESPN and ABC, and they just kept it. Their programming slot was over. And they're like, they're like, man, we're going to see this. Like, this is the night. And he, he crashed so many times. We'd get close, and then finally he hit it. And it was like, it's history. <laughs> like, to me, that's like, like, I remember that day. I remember standing in the living room, holding my breath, because, like, this is going to be, no. And then, like. That's so cool. But, <clears throat> but the point is, those dudes will go through so much for one trick and to take it down to even the more simple. I posted a video on Facebook and Instagram of a dude who's just, you know, I think he's like, I think it's like a blunt side grind off a stair set. And he just keeps missing and missing and missing and missing. And he's, that wasn't a contest. I remember that video that you shared. I do. He's just trying to, that's uh, Chima Ferguson, just trying to get a trick. Yeah. Just out skating. I'm going to do this today. I think he falls in the video in real life. It was like, I think 15 or 16 slams in the video. They just covered like five, but just to get it and then go home. And only him and his buddies care to be all beat up and bruised up for the next few days because he got it, you know, just to get it. They have heel bruises and all this stuff just to get the trick. Yeah. And it's just, there's that kind of thing. If you're willing to, to push through stuff, to fail at it, like over and over and over and over and over, and then just so that once. It's like these dudes who play golf. I'll never do that because I just, I just won't ever do that. <laughs> I respect dudes who play it. But that's the same thing. From everybody that I've talked to, they'll hit a million bad shots, but that one that just they hit just right that feels right and everything was perfect is like keeps them coming back that's cool you know and i can relate because i'm oh yeah it's like when you try 15 million times to get this like backside 360 ollie and finally get it and then that makes you then the next day i'm going to try this i'm going to add this to the trick so i think just pushing through stuff and just grinding it out even you know, whatever your thing is, even up to, you know, a COVID pandemic, <laughs> we just keep one day at a time. Hey, that's fair. That's grinding fair. through yeah. you know, whether you like it or not, you know, and then. And, and do it with simple things. I mean, so, so watching that video and having that on my mind. So we have a mini little trampoline with a little bit of netting in our basement. Mm-hmm. We got it a couple winters ago for Isla and stuff and for Isaac. And so I went downstairs with Isla so she could jump the other night. And we have a little mini basketball hoop on the back of the door when you come down in the basement. And so we got a little. And so I just started throwing, like, hoops. And I was missing them and stuff. But then I was like, I wonder if I could, like, back up about 10 feet here and see how long that I could just just try. And it was just super silly. But normally I'd be like, oh, I didn't get it on the third try and just be like, whatever, I'm done. I'm like, no, I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to. Yes, and I'm going to get it. And that was super fun. And then Isla's going, good job, mama. Good job, mama. Mm-hmm. You know? So I had her encouraging yeah, me. It's so like, just little dumb things like that to just keep, like, exercising your brain, exercising myself that like I can Whatever your skill set. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I think most of the people I work with know this about me. I am definitely not ambidextrous or left-handed, but I can do IVs right and left-handed. 
That's cool. Just because I wanted to be able to do IVs left-handed. Because I, I saw one day that I was causing more pain on a dude because I was moving and manipulating his arm so I could get to it with my right hand. And with that dude from a couple years ago that wasn't any life-threatening anything, just injured, I was like, I'm going to do IVs left-handed. Yeah. Like, it's that easy, yeah. you know, and it takes your mind off all the white noise. Just find a thing. Learn Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. I would say learn French, but don't learn French. <laughs> I'm learning Swedish right now. I know that seems See? really, really off the wall. It doesn't but... seem dumb, but you work with it in a, for a Swedish company, so that makes sense, right? Well, no, no, actually, so last year I started learning German because it's a German company. Oh, okay. Yeah, but right. then... I'm like, but I'm never really going to use this. We're not going to travel overseas. The German partner talks to our U.S. partner. So I don't ever. So it's fine. Well, my brother and I want to go to Sweden because we have family from Sweden. I'm like 50 some percent Swedish or whatever. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, when we go, we need to be able to talk to people. So I'm actually learning it so that in a couple years when we go. But I noticed I was really good for a few weeks and found feeling pretty cool. And then I was getting to where it was opening up another couple chapters and it was getting harder. So I haven't done anything with the Swedish since we were sick. And I'm like, that's not good. I need to get back right, in. Right, man. Get into it. Because there's, there's multiple reasons. Because, you know, we hear ourselves, I'm in my past guilty of, of if you're going to be in this country, learn our language. I'm fully guilty of that. And then I went to Romania. And now I'm that guy. <laughs> like, oh, no. You know what I mean? You know yeah. what I'm saying, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then same with Haiti. I felt that way in Haiti, too. Yeah, I'm Not like, so much Cuba, I could have worked a bit better. I can better. work through some Spanglish. So yeah. Cuba wasn't bad. But like Haiti and Romania, Romania especially, we went through Holland. We're in Amsterdam. And they're just shuffling us because the security check checkpoint, like something malfunctioned. So they just usher all these people through another gate to another plane speaking a language that we none of us understood and saying it's fine it's fine just get on i'm like well, i'm not uh, i'm not super cool with this you know this scenario but yeah. i had no idea yeah and we're trying to get stuff buy a water get a coffee and you're sounding like a dope because you can't you know i'm just pointing and then sincerely, like real talk from that second on, if someone's in our country and they aren't speaking English and they can't speak English or whatever, I'm going to figure out a way. I will get out my Apple Translate app and figure it out instead, of just, instead of just be like looking down my nose. Right, right. Absolutely. No, and I want to talk mean- about refining moments. Holy smokes, dude. You get in a place where you have no idea what they're saying and they're giving you instructions. Like coming out of Romania and Bucharest, getting ready to fly in the plane. This dude's trying to get me to go like the extra security. Sometimes when your skin's darker, they have you go through extra security. <laughs> just saying. It's just, just whatever. So he calls me over and I didn't know. And you know me, I'm like, it's cool, man. It's okay. And they're like, it's not like TSA here. They had rifles. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like a military dude i'm like it's cool chill and it wasn't dude's like we almost got to the level like for our military guys and our tactical people you know when they put the muzzle of the weapon at you and then point to the ground 
is the international symbol for get on your face because what happens next, you know, you won't like. I didn't know what he was saying. I'm like, it's cool. It's cool. I could smooth it over. And I could not. (laughs) Then I was fine. They checked me out, patted me down, and sent me on our way. There you go. But just saying. Knowing a little bit, just a few phrases might have been a little bit more helpful. Yeah. Learn the language. Yeah. No, I felt super lazy by the time we got to Haiti. I'm like, I could have spent 10 minutes a week for like the three months leading up to this to know like more than hello, probably. You know Uh what I mean? Because you could see if you could say, hi, how are you? How are you doing? Like if you could get through the hello, you know, two different like and then kind of pull in a little bit, they really warmed up. Right. You know, which is it's crazy too. you know, and our capacity to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I've been with missionaries and stuff who who will be able to speak English. I, when I was in Cuba, our missionary guy, he was speaking Spanish, English to me. He was speaking Spanish with one of the pastors who was taking us back to the airport to get a bag. English to me and Portuguese on the phone to somebody else. All at the same time. That's nuts. Like fluently. So... We have these God-given brains with the capacity to do amazing things. Yeah, yeah. So I guess to clog them up with stuff they don't need to be clogged up with. That's true. You know, we're capable of more. You know, and it's always this balance, you know, of it's not, you know, for me, sometimes I'll get annoyed. I'm like, oh, you're telling me I'm not doing enough? You're not telling me I'm not being perfect and doing everything great, you know? Oh, no, no, yeah. No, but we're always... Trying stuff, though. Yeah, you know? So, um, I don't know. It's just, it's cool to see. I mean, even with those videos, I'm like, I, I if I really spent the time and invested the time, I think it'd be really cool to go skiing or snowboarding. I think I could get really good at that, you know? Um, but we live in Michigan, and we're not, like, living in the mountains and stuff like that. So, it's not like... Yeah, but you can just shoot over to Mount Holly, dude, and it's super true. close. That's true. And take a lesson. I always recommend if you've never done it, get someone professional who works at that ski hill yeah. to show you a lesson one step at a time. But, but yeah. so what's interesting too is like early days COVID, like first lockdowns and stuff, you would see people posting videos of like m- making bread. You know what I mean? Like people who, young people who haven't ever done that. Yeah. And now we watched a couple YouTube videos and made like 37 loaves of bread. And everybody was like, sweet. Super like, What are you going to do with the bread? Who cares? <laughs> We're making bread, right? Go secretly drop it off to all my friends. That are... Something. Yeah. But like, I think we got tired. Yeah. We got frustrated and got sick of witches. That's okay too. Yeah. Or like we were, we were going to talk about, like do some fitness. Yes. Yes. Do and, something. And be, be willing enough to know your own warning signals of I'm very emotionally fatigued. I need some rest. I need somebody to talk to. Like we've talked about a lot of this before. Like everybody's different. Everybody's wired different. Um, but if you know you're getting a little bit burnt out, you know, there's always some warning signals of that and stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so my brother and a couple friends, we are going to do a hiking camping trip in October this year. 
And our plan is to do three nights and four days of the Appalachian Trail. And we want to, like, hike and set up our camp and then the next morning pack everything up and then hike a little bit more and stuff. So that's – we're not going to go back and forth and just do day excursions from, like, the base camp. Mm -hmm. Um, But we haven't sorted out out all the details and stuff, but we're, like, starting to kind of – so throughout the winter, I've been doing, like, home workouts, and as it's gotten nicer, my oldest is actually faster than me and will go for a run with me, which is pretty cool, you know. Um, and then I was telling you that um, I walked walked and ran, probably two-thirds of it walked and maybe a third of it ran um, five and a half miles on Friday. And I was, That's cool. I was feeling it, but I'm like, I felt really good that I did that much. Um, and then we got some goals throughout the summer to like kind of be able to get around Michigan a little bit more with some more elevation and miles and stuff like that and just kind of make an adventure out of it and stuff. So, I know. so it's been something that it's long enough that I have to plan it out and keep on track, but it's an adventure for me. So I'm really excited to do this with my brother and heck yeah. Yeah. I've been doing, so I bought, um, uh, like a training bike a while ago, but then I killed the training bike. What do you mean? Because it was, it? like, I broke it. <laughs> like, it wasn't super high quality or whatever. But then okay. now, what I did is I got on Rogue, is a company that makes like fitness equipment, like CrossFit equipment. Okay. So I bought what's called the Echo Bike, and it's like a, it's like an assault bike. So you have your pedals, and then you have, uh, like what would be the handlebars, but it's kind of this push-pull okay. thing. So you're using your, your arms and your pecs and your lats and yeah. your quads and your hammies and your, like all working all at the same time. That's cool. And it's very, I've always been, until recently, been super focused on how many calories I was burning. And that's really like the worst possible way to go about it. I'm learning now. Yeah. But... <clears throat> So this thing, like you earn every single calorie. Like I did some of the workouts that I've been doing lately will be like how many, like burn as many calories in 30 minutes as you can. And like you are smashing yourself to get like 290. And then like, I like, so I have some tweaks and stuff because I'm an older dude, right? So I have some pulls and pulled muscles and whatnot. So I've been using that because a lot of guys, guys will use it as a recovery day thing. That's cool. But like for the last three days, I've been like on 30 minutes a day and just kind of hold this steady state, trying to hold, it measures watts, like how much energy you're putting out, trying to hold between 250 and 300 for 30 minutes. And then I'll get done, man, and just like I'll lay on the basement floor for like ten minutes. <laughs> like it's all spinning. I'm just like, gonna lay down right here. <laughs> I'm just, I'll be good. I just get off and just melt. Oh, that's hilarious. But, you know, I I'm a big fan. I don't belong to a CrossFit gym or anything like that, but I believe wholeheartedly in that workout method. Yeah. Like the the functional movements and strength training Absolutely. and stuff like that. Absolutely. But. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I noticed that. a lot of that stuff too. That um, I was historically in the past, I would run all summer and be active during the summer, and then I'd hibernate in the winter when I wouldn't do anything. Well, then in the springtime, I'd start walking a little bit until I felt like my knees and my joints and everything could do running. But there was one winter where I finally did some strength and just 
some simple exercises at home and stuff like that. And then when I got back out, no, actually, and there was one year too that I did do a gym membership. So I was able to go in the wintertime quite a bit. Um, but then when the spring came, I felt fantastic going out right. for a run because my joints and my muscles and everything were already supporting everything. To, mm-hmm. instead of, you know, it was whole night and day. And I'm like, yeah, I probably should have been aware of that before, but I just never did it, you know. But to feel the difference like that was incredible. So through right. all of this year, I've never been a home workout person. I've always been somebody that's been easier to just go to the place, do the thing, and come home. But I really do see really? a lot of time. Yeah, that's been more my stuff. But now, like, my girls will jump in with me or Nick and I right. will do. And it's been kind of neat to be something that we all kind of incorporate together, depending that's on what cool. we do. Because sometimes I'll do, like, a simple Pilates or a yoga workout or something, and one of my girls will jump in with me. And it's it's super cool. It's pretty, right. pretty cool. So And see, I don't like the gym because I don't like to have to wait on somebody. Yeah. Like, if I'm trying to get on something. Too. So... Another reason I like the kind of the CrossFit philosophy because it'll just be a workout of the day or whatever. Just you can find there's hundreds of them. And I just go through that and be done rather than go and you know then you always got some dude that's sitting on the the machine you need <laughs> texting. Yes. yes. Or like uh-huh. we got a membership with the fire department to Planet Fitness and I went once and I was so frustrated because this dude was on like he's on this machine that I wanted to use doing like a zoom meeting for work and i'm like bro like like sit on that one next to us or something dude and he just kept one like one oh, minute finger at me i was like oh. i would have gotten somebody from the gym can you kick that guy off that machine that's on his zoom it's like, that like whatever i'll just <laughs> just go home but like my workout is for like i work out mainly well to be fit but mainly is for mental health yeah because if I don't, because I will say as much boldness and humility all at the same time <laughs> is that I am not, I don't eat clean. I'm never going to eat clean. I wasted a bunch of my adult life chasing Finn, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Not really fitness. Worried about everyone else is like 180 pounds and yeah. I got to be skinny like everybody. Yeah, no. And instead, now I've moved to just being active and fit, and keeping uh, your like heart I said, and lungs healthy and all that right. stuff. Yeah. And you know, do I suffer from a little thickness? Probably, but like for me, two hundred five to two ten is good, and I feel strong and healthy. Yeah. And you know, not everybody has to be chiseled. Really, not even interested in that. If that's your deal. Heck yeah, man. Do it up. But I'm just, I'm not a guy that's going to like, listen, I like donuts and tacos (laughs) and quesadillas is a problem. (laughs) Like, not a problem though. It's just, I like that stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I I appreciate people who don't and who do eat super smart and dialed in. Yeah. The only thing that I don't appreciate for the record I've found myself offended by this, but this whole idea of frying banana peels and seasoning them, <laughs> you vegans, as bacon. I don't understand it. That just seems crazy to me. But if you really like that, then but I guess... that's your thing? Because then I I'm figure you're, you're eating it instead of throwing it away. So then it's... I guess. I mean... 
just... I don't, we've had to go I, through a lot of dietary changes over the last 15 years because of, like... Oh, yes. Th- they would trigger migraines. We had allergic reactions to things and stuff. And then um, a couple of our kids are sensitive to a few things. And then three of the four have been lactose intolerant for a while, like, from birth. And then two of them have kind of grown out of it, but it's still something we have to kind of watch a bit. Well... So we've had to, I mean, we went through years of, I don't know what to make us then. Like, we don't know how to cook or eat. And so we've had to find new things that we enjoy, like learn how to eat a little bit different and stuff. Um, but we just got pizza the other night and stuff like that, too. So we we try to. We just got pizza last night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we got Jet's pizza the other night. Um, See, and it's so good. It is so good. But there's that bit of that, like, now that it, there's so many other things that we like to eat because we opened up, you know, I, I two weekends ago, I was so excited. I was such a nerd. I made this sandwich, and I put turkey and salami and uh, ranch and avocado and lettuce. And what else did I put on it? Oh, and then I cut up a hard-boiled egg and, like, kind of mushed it all in there with the ranch and the avocado and I sat on at the table, and I like it was all cut, and I was so excited. And I looked at Nick, and I'm like, I'm so excited to eat this sandwich right now. You know what we've been doing? Carrie saw something I think on TikTok or whatever, but it's actually really good. So you take your bread and a round cookie cutter, cut the middle of the bread out like dead center, then you put it in your skillet, a little butter or whatevs, put an egg in it, and you fry the egg in there. Then it's like, I like to put avocado. So you got your avocado toast with the egg. Or you just eat it, a little salt yeah. and pepper. But it just the egg stays right in. I've, I've heard of that. That's pretty. I've never been able to get it. So, But I think that's probably because I've never really toasted it ahead of time. But that sounds really good. Kira, the other day, so she tells me she saw something on Pinterest, her and Kalina. And she put two pieces of bread together with a little bit of cheese in the center. And then she took a glass and pushed it into the center so she made this little cheese pocket mm-hmm. and then she put it in the toaster and toasted it <laughs> so she had this toasted bread cheese pocket that she had made yeah, out of yeah so i thought hey that you do it like grilled cheese that's what carrie does though she takes the middles and she'll take and put a little little slice of cheddar in between them and then grill that up so you have those little things afterwards love it for your little grilled cheese kicker but so do you guys use you don't use regular cow milk then no it's gross anyway i mean but like i grew up with milk so it wasn't a big deal and then depending on what you read and it whatever now we did organic whole milk for a long time with kalina because kalina never had any issue with milk and i really whatever but i've noticed depending on what i eat i can notice differences in my complexion too Mm. um so we do, we've done rice milk, um, we've done oat milk, but we primarily have done like a lot of soy milk too and stuff like that. So it just kind of depends on, everybody likes something a little bit different. So there's at any given time, three different types of non-dairy milk in our fridge. <laughs> oh, see, like the fam likes the regular milk. I really, really prefer coconut milk. Coconut or milk is almond. really good too. I'm yeah. a huge fan of almond milk. I like, I don't like the oat them, milk. Honestly. It's weird. The- the oat milk I like in lattes. Like if I go to Starbucks or Big B or something. Oh, see, I just I'm with those guys. Um, oat or almond milk, the golden milk. latte, the turmeric one. 
in Almond I have milk. not tried that yet. I keep forgetting about so it. Good. Um, so good. What else? That's it. I had hemp milk one time, and it was weird. I've never tried I don't that. recommend it. Now I have organic half and half in my fridge right now for my coffee because I put that in my frother. I just got a little frother for my coffee. And because of... Be nerd. Yeah, I know. But because so cool. it's actual dairy milk with a little bit of sugar in it, that stuff mm-hmm. legitimately frosts. Like, it puffs yeah. all the way up and stuff. So I use that that's for my cool. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, that's cool. Just like, I guess the, the, the message of this weird... Weird. We are so like Seinfeld like freaking episode. It's just like fine stuff, man. Just yeah. occupy your time with good. Yeah. Like social media is it's it's good. It it's a is. tool. It's a tool to be connected and for certain things. So if you use it as a tool but, and see it as a tool, but it can't consume you. You can't live there. Yeah. And that's you know, and, and we've talked about this before, but I believe with all of my heart that a lot of the stuff, a lot of the venom over the past however many months is just people blowing off steam. I really don't think there's that many people that really have any ill will towards people. It's just blowing off steam the best they know how. I would just say punch a a heavy bag or do some kettle swings, go for a walk, do some push-ups, bake a cake. Cakes are fun. Like, find something cool. Or go talk to, go have a decent conversation with somebody about it, you know, and actually. That too. You know, yeah. Yeah, and I think. Do a podcast. Do a podcast. Come on our podcast. It's great. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, there's, there's legitimately, and this is something that I've noticed even in myself, and I don't know if it's because I'm more an external, external processor, if I've shove things or the way that I learned how to do stuff or whatever it is. Um, if I get, if I slow down and I journal and I take the time to do a self-assessment, I can usually figure out what's bugging me. And, but maybe on the surface, if I'm rushing around, I won't know. And so I think to take that time to slow down, you know, it's an investment. It's a sacrifice of time to work out when you have a family and you're working a 12 hour shift and you've got the stress and everything like that. It's obviously a huge demand, but whatever you're supposed to do, whatever little step you're supposed to take, just do it. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's always scary to do change. It's always scary to face, you know, face things and stuff. And we've said a lot of this stuff before, but just again, to encourage everybody that we're all walking this day by day and, uh, you can do it. You're resilient. You're amazing. You can do it. Absolutely. Here's something I'm trying, not very successfully at this point, I'm trying to do double unders. Have you seen this? What it's are like double unders? It's you're doing, it's a CrossFit thing, but it's jumping rope. But you jump and you do the rope twice around in one hop. Like, it'll never be on video because I'm sure it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> but like, it's hard, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hard thing to work out, but... It's like I'm. I can't. I'm not flipping skateboards anymore. So I'm trying this. This is my trick that I'm trying to get. Well, I thought about that. I mean, I've got two girls to, doing. Uh, there's a one one song I was listening to the other day, and it was talking about double dutch on the concrete. And yeah. I got two bigger girls now. We could probably start working on some double dutch this summer. That would be kind of kind of fun. It should. <laughs> It'd be the best. 
that's Instagram live worthy. Oh yeah. He won't see it though. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you guys, thanks for listening. And as always just stay encouraged. Yeah. absolutely. Find a hobby, find something positive and healthy and just try your hand at it. Yeah, absolutely. And if you slam a bunch of times, it's all good. Because one time you'll hit that trick. Yeah. That'll be so dope. So good. Keep following us on the socials. And House Church Week House. 2 happens tomorrow. So excited. So if you're available, come on to the ranch. Just a house on a corner. So, cool. Cool beans. See you next time. See you guys.